Hello and welcome to episode 8 in our series, Empowered. This series is about being empowered by the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit as we continue the work that Jesus started in the earth. Today's episode is entitled, Touch the Hem of His Garment. We are going to talk about long-suffering, also defined as patience, the next fruit of the Spirit in our study. As always, we hope this episode will leave you empowered through a closer relationship with the Holy Spirit. We will provide contact information at the end of this episode if you would like to send comments or share your experiences with the Holy Spirit. We hope you will listen to Episode 7 from last week, The Ultimate Sacrifice, if you have not already done so. We learned from that study that even though Jesus was 100% God, he was also 100% man, and he needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit, not only for his benefit, but to let us know we need to be filled too. Today, we will witness how the fruit of the Spirit was fully operational in Jesus when he emerged from his 40-day fast in the desert. My name is Stephanie Wright. Let's get started. There was a man who prayed and asked the Lord for one thing. He said, Lord, give me patience and give it to me now. Okay, that shows just how impatient he was in waiting on an answer from God. But isn't that how we are sometimes? Long-suffering or patience is the fourth fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Long-suffering, as used in Galatians 5, 22, and as we will discuss, means patience, endurance, constancy, steadfastness. It has the same meaning in Luke chapter 21, verse 19. In your patience, possess ye your souls. But in Luke 21, verse 19, it is a more detailed definition because it describes someone who does not swerve from their devotion and loyalty to God and their faith even in the midst of the greatest trials and sufferings. This is the kind of long-suffering patience we focus on today. When Jesus went into the desert, he went in full of the Holy Ghost, as we said earlier, 100% God and 100% man. When he came out of the desert, he came out full of the Holy Ghost, 100% God and 100% man. But this Jesus, who returned to Galilee, now had a relationship with people that he did not have before his desert journey. The scriptures say in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, that we do not have a high priest, Jesus, 
who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Simply speaking, Jesus felt then and feels now what we feel in our hearts, minds, souls, and bodies. He feels what we feel because the same Holy Spirit that filled him when he walked the earth is the same Holy Spirit who abides or lives in us now. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit back to us after he ascended into heaven. John 14, verse 16, and verse 26, and John 16, verse 7. So we can never say, nobody knows how I feel. If you are a believer, the Holy Spirit knows how you feel. But let's look at what Jesus did after his 40-day fast for those people who were patiently waiting in the midst of their suffering. In John chapter 5, verse 19, the man at the pool of Bethesda was an invalid for 38 years. The pool would have a visitation of an angel, and whoever would get into the pool first would be healed. Jesus asked this man if he wanted to be made whole. The man did not say, yes, I want to be made whole. Instead, he told Jesus that he had no one to help him get into the water. And while he was making his way to the pool, someone always stepped in front of him. The man did not need to tell Jesus, yes, I want to be healed, because the spirit in Jesus felt the pain and suffering of this man. Instead, Jesus told him, rise, take up thy bed, and walk, John chapter 5, verse 8, and the man immediately was made whole, took up his bed, and walked. His suffering ended in a moment, and his patience, his long-suffering, was rewarded after 38 long years. In Luke, chapter 13, verses 10 through 17, there was a woman who for 18 years was bent over and could not straighten up. Jesus saw her bowed together, which tells me she was bent over, almost with her head to the ground. It must have been a pitiful sight. Nevertheless, Jesus called her to him, and even in her condition, she came to him. Then Jesus said, Woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was straight. Jesus did not ask her if she wanted to be made whole, as he did to the man at the pool at Bethesda. The woman did not need to say one word, because here again, 
the Spirit in Jesus immediately felt the pain and suffering of this woman, and her healing was just as immediate. The last person we will look at is the woman who had a bleeding disorder for 12 years. Let's read the account from Luke eight forty three through 48. And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living on physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood was dried up. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude is around you and presses against you, and you're asking who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Her condition lasted 12 years and only got worse during that time, even though she spent all of her money going to doctors. She knew the meaning of long-suffering, and yet waiting patiently for her healing. Her waiting ended when along comes Jesus, after his 40-day fast, empowered by the Holy Ghost. Was she healed because Jesus was God? No. Jesus did not pull the God card when it was time for people to be made whole. Remember, that is what we pointed out in last week's episode. He performed these miracles as a man who was full of the Holy Ghost. He performed this miracle for her and others so we would know that we have the same power through the Holy Ghost to heal and be healed in his name. After Jesus ascended into heaven, we have many accounts of his followers, especially in the book of Acts, performing miracle healings. This is consistent with what Jesus said. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. John 14, verse 12. The operative phrase in John 14, verse 12 is, He that believeth on me. Let's look closer at the woman with the issue of blood. We don't hear this mentioned much, but this woman knew the Old Testament scriptures. She knew if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. Matthew 9, verses 20 and 21. The hem, seat seat, 
spelt T-Z-I-T-Z-I-T, or corner of his garment, was the same word, wings, that is used in Numbers 15.38 and Malachi 4.2. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Malachi 4.2. So her understanding was that this is the Son of Righteousness, and if I just touch the hem, seat seat, of this garment, I will be made whole. She believed she would be healed, and she was. It is believed This woman with the issue of blood was unclean and thus was an outcast among the Jews because of this bleeding condition. Thus, it seems everybody knew about her condition. So just as she was publicly known to be an outcast, Jesus publicly makes it known that she is now whole. Think about it. If Jesus had not asked, Who touched me? She might have returned to her home, healed, and no one would have been the wiser. But it is her suffering and faith that brought her to Christ. And he brought her suffering to an end after twelve long years. These three accounts have a few things in common. They all involve people who have an affliction they have carried a long time. They had to wait patiently for their deliverance. None of the three persons asked Jesus to heal them, but he knew they needed healing, and all of their healing was immediate. Are you experiencing any kind of suffering right now, physical, mental, spiritual, or any kind of suffering? Well, just as Jesus knew what the people in our presentation today were going through, He knows what you are going through. He knows what you are going through because the Holy Spirit, who resides in you, is your intercessor in the earth. The Holy Spirit hears your prayers, which are sometimes described as groanings. Romans 8 verses 26 and 27 reads, Likewise the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit takes those prayers to Jesus, our Heavenly Intercessor, and Jesus presents those prayers to the Father. In other words, let the Holy Ghost within you reach out 
and touch the hem of his garment. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us today. And may God's love, peace, and protection be with you. If you have an experience with the Holy Spirit that you would like to share, or you want to contact us or comment on this podcast, please email us at cgmpresents at gmail.com. That's cgmpresents at gmail.com. Also, if you want access to all the podcasts organized by topic, the best way is to go to our website, cgmissions.com forward slash podcast. That's cgmissions.com forward slash podcast. Charles George Missions Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit. All donations are tax deductible. Thank you, and see you next time.